Welcome to The Motivated Mind, where I challenge you to expand your perspective on how to achieve a successful life through motivational lessons, reflections, and interviews with other motivated minds. Welcome back to The Motivated Mind, a top 100 health podcast, thanks to each of you. This is episode 335, and I'm your host, Scott Lynch. Thanks so much for listening. If I've brought you any value, please be sure to leave a review and hit that subscribe or follow button. Don't be a stranger. Shoot me a DM on Instagram or Facebook and let me know what you want to hear more of. And please be sure to share the podcast. You can learn all the skills in the world, math, business, writing, but the right mindset will always trump them all. It's a great unlock to all other skills. Success and happiness come down to one single component, and that's mindset. In order to achieve our goals in life, our mindset needs to match those aspirations. And this is exactly what I pack into my free weekly newsletter. As a free subscriber, you receive the Mastering Your Mindset newsletter once per week packed with actionable insights on how to master your mindset and optimize your happiness. If you haven't subscribed, but you enjoy the content I drop on this podcast, then you're missing out. Click the link in the show notes to subscribe for free to the Mastering Your Mindset newsletter. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for podcasters, I feel like it's allowed me to be more creative because I've been able to simplify the admin aspect of my podcast and focus on developing more valuable and creative content. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com backslash podcasters to get started. King Solomon, renowned for his wisdom, was an ancient Israelite king who ruled over the United Kingdom of Israel from 970 to 931 BCE. At least those are the hypothesized dates. His ascent to the throne marked a significant period in Israel's history. And Solomon's wisdom is one of the most famous aspects of his reign. One of the most famous accounts demonstrating Solomon's wisdom is the story of the judgment of Solomon. This is where two women came to him, both claiming to be the mother of a baby. And Solomon suggested cutting the baby in half and giving each of them half of the child. I know what you're thinking. Um, that's a bit barbaric. Well, 
Yeah, but remember, this is around 970, 931 BCE, and Solomon had a method to his madness, if you will. See, the true mother immediately offered to give up her claim to the baby to save its life, while the other woman agreed to the division. Solomon deduced that the real mother would never allow harm to come to her child, and he declared her the rightful parent. Now that you understand the method, a little less barbaric sounding, right? Under Solomon's wisdom and clever solutions, Israel prospered. He expanded its influence and trade relations with other nations. He was also credited with fortifying and developing key cities in the region, including Jerusalem. And other rulers would travel great distances for his excellent advice. However, Solomon's later years were marked by increased wealth, luxury, and indulgence. He had numerous wives, many of whom were foreign princesses. This practice was contrary to the law given to the kings of Israel, and it eventually led to his downfall. After Solomon's death, the kingdom faced internal strife and eventually split into two separate kingdoms the kingdom of Israel in the north and the kingdom of Judah in the south. Despite his achievements and wisdom, Solomon's legacy is marked by the criticism of his later excess and the consequences that befell the kingdom after his reign. His story continues to be a significant part of religious and historical narratives in Judaism, Christianity, and Islam, with each tradition offering its own interpretation of his life and reign. Now, as I'm sure you're aware at this point, there's great irony in this story. Solomon's own life was in ruins because he was terrible at solving his own problems. And this is where Solomon's paradox comes from. This is a psychological phenomenon named after the king himself. The paradox refers to the intriguing observation that while we often give wise advice to others, we may not apply the same wisdom to our own lives and decision making. In essence, people can demonstrate a cognitive disconnect between their ability to provide sound advice to others and their own decision making process. See, we might possess the knowledge and insight to offer thoughtful, balanced, and rational guidance to friends, family, or colleagues, but struggle to apply that same wisdom when facing our own personal dilemmas or challenges. In other words, the Solomon Paradox highlights a discrepancy between theoretical knowledge and practical application in our own life. All right, so... How do we ensure we avoid falling victim to the Solomon Paradox? First, we need to understand the factors that contribute to this phenomenon before applying a solution. And the first contributor is emotional involvement. This is when we are emotionally invested in a situation. Our decision-making becomes clouded by feelings such as fear, anxiety, or attachment to a specific outcome. And this emotional involvement tends to interfere with our ability to think rationally and objectively. For example, 
Imagine a person is giving advice to a friend who is considering ending a long-term romantic relationship. They might provide wise advice, emphasizing the importance of open communication and considering long-term happiness. However, if the same individual faces a similar situation in their own relationship, their emotions and attachment to their partner might make it challenging to objectively assess the situation leading to difficulty in making, you guessed it, a decision. Second, biases and blind spots. We all have our own cognitive biases and blind spots. And these biases lead us to make decisions that might not align with the wise advice we would give to others. For example, suppose a person is advising a coworker on a career-related decision, urging them to consider the potential for growth and skill development. However, when they face their own career choices, they might be influenced by their fear of change or a bias towards comfort and a familiar environment, which can prevent them from pursuing more challenging opportunities that could lead to personal growth. Third, complexity and uncertainty. Our personal decisions often involve complex factors and uncertainties that make them more challenging to approach objectively, even for those with great wisdom. For example, when advising a family member about financial investments, a person might advocate for diversification and long-term planning. However, when they face investment decisions themselves, the complexity of the financial market and the uncertainty about future returns might lead them to make more conservative or emotionally driven choices. Fourth, ego and identity. Personal decisions are often influenced by ego, self-identity, or the desire to maintain a certain image, which tends to interfere with objective reasoning. For example, a person advising a friend on public speaking might emphasize the importance of confidence and authenticity. However, when it comes to their own public speaking engagement, their fear of judgment or desire to maintain a specific image might hinder them from applying their own advice effectively. And finally, the fifth contributor, perspective taking. When advising others, we can often take a more detached perspective, considering the broader implications and long-term consequences. However, when it comes to our own decisions, we might focus more on immediate gratification or short-term solutions. For example, suppose a person advises their sibling to take a break and prioritize self-care during a stressful period. However, when they experience stress themselves, they might prioritize completing the tasks and forget to take time for relaxation and self-care due to their focus on the immediate demands of that situation. All right, to summarize all of this, people are better at giving advice to others than giving advice to themselves. So, you're probably thinking, okay, so I now know the backstory and contributors to the Solomon Paradox, but how the hell do I avoid it? Well, you boys got you. To combat the Solomon Paradox, there is a simple framework, and it's called the Solomon Framework. I know, original and super clever, right? So, what does this framework look like? 
first. Open a Word doc or a Google doc. Next, write out the problems you're trying to solve. Then, pretend to be your 65-year-old self. And this age is intentional. According to a study in 2010, the people who performed best at analyzing a given conflict, seeing different points of view, gauging uncertainties, and envisioning solutions were individuals who were at least 60 years old. So, 65 felt like a good marker. Okay, next, simply have a back-and-forth conversation with your younger self from your older self's point of view. Think of it like this, a text conversation, one between the younger you and the older you. Now, there are two reasons as to why this is such a powerful and effective strategy. Firstly, no one has more context about your life than you. Even if you asked a friend or hired a coach for advice, at minimum, it would take hours to catch them up on all the tiny details and context around the situation. And secondly, no one has more aligned incentives with you than yourself. Someone like a coach might solve a few of your problems, but they're also humans. They have bills to pay, and some of them don't want to solve all of your problems because this means they'll lose you as a customer. Now, I'm certainly not insinuating anything bad about coaches. Hell, I myself do coaching. The point is that no one has greater context than us about us. And beyond this, it's a perfect alignment as it relates to incentives. So, if you are someone who loves to hand out advice like it's candy, but struggle to solve your own problems, try leveraging the Solomon framework. I've recently started implementing this into my own life since March, and it's been a game changer. I have a recurring calendar meeting every Friday morning at 7 a.m. And the reason I've scheduled them on Fridays, as opposed to, say, Mondays, is that I feel I have more clarity from the week and what struggles I ran into. This way, the following week, I can implement the advice of my older, wiser 65-year-old self. Never underestimate the knowledge and context that you have within. Start extracting it and become your own guide. This week's shout-out is by Kasha, who sent me a DM on Facebook. I've got back into listening to your podcast. It has always helped me in times of doubt and anxiety. You are a father figure and inspiration to people like me. Please keep continuing to spread positive energy and ways to move forward. For an opportunity to be next week's shout-out, please leave an honest review on the podcast. Send me a DM on Facebook or Instagram. Who knows? You just might be the next shout-out. Thanks for listening to The Motivated Mind with your host, Scott Lynch. I hope you enjoyed my deep dive into the Solomon framework. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok at MotivatedScott. Don't forget to join me every Monday and Thursday for new episodes. I love you all, and thanks so much for listening.
The Motivated Mind is a legacy division.